Introducing Bluehost Cloud, ultra-fast WordPress hosting with 100% uptime. Want a website with unmatched power, speed, and control? Of course you do. And now you can have all three with Bluehost Cloud, the new web hosting plan from Bluehost. With 100% uptime and incredibly speedy load times, your WordPress websites will be dependable and lightning fast on a global scale. Plus, your sites can handle even the biggest traffic spikes without going down or lagging. And with Bluehost Cloud, you get 24-7 WordPress priority support, meaning you're connected to WordPress experts anytime you need them. Not to mention, you automatically get daily backups and world-class security. So, what are you waiting for? Get Bluehost Cloud today by visiting bluehost.com. That's bluehost.com. We've got a mission to find the best sun that's ever been on Glee. There's no rhyme or reason to it, so don't get mad at me. We've got Andrew and Allison. And the show is the Gleek of the Week Who's the head honcho? Glacket by Glacket We'll rank everyone To see which song will move Closer to spot number one Gleek of the Week Gleek, Gleek, Gleek of the Week It's Gleek, Gleek of the Week Oh my god, I'm so excited We are back this week uh, with two standout Prior guests of the podcast, I had so much fun initiating this reunion of sorts with uh, Noah and Marshall a few weeks back that I immediately knew that it would be equally as fun to do this uh, reunion between McKinley's own band, uh, the guitarist and drummer, John and Derek. How are you both doing? You mean the frenemies? Oh, is this how we're the starting it? standing rival in Glee history. Oh, I'm so sorry. Strike that entire intro. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> oh my gosh. No, I'm so excited to be here and even more excited that John is here too. Uh, it's amazing. Oh. No, seriously. We it's can bury the hatchet once and for all. <laughs> I forgive Finally. you, Derek. Forgive you. We're going to get into Baby New Year. Oh, yeah. We're going to get into Jello and the guitar. Oh my gosh, I forgot about Jello and the guitar. Yeah. Wait. All right. We're gonna Can get we... into the one acoustic track where they actually had to make me play live, but you had, right before we shot, you retuned all of the tuning pegs and it sounded like ass. <laughs> I, I'm afraid that we're immediately going to forget all of these little like bullet points that we're never gonna okay. circle back. Okay. Wait, can I ask the Jello? What's the Jello story? Uh, that was one of our first real bonding moments where I was like, oh, maybe John likes me. Maybe we'll actually be friends. There was a thing going on for a long time that I tried to make Derek think I didn't like him because it was part of, you know, it was part of the character I was trying to play. Is that I was just pissed off to be there all the time. And just, he, he was fairly new and Scott. Method acting thing. Yeah, it was totally <laughs> But it was, it was also like a little bit of hazing. It was like, oh, it was 100% new hazing. guy. Yeah, no, it was definitely no. hazing. Yeah. Uh, Wait, so Jello went into the guitar. Well, that wasn't John's fault, but it was a it was a bonding moment between both of us because I think it was it the first time that you were you were playing guitar, right? Yeah, I was asked to randomly play guitar for an episode. There was another instrument I played. I played tambourine one time and like bruised my thigh because I was hitting my. Oh, I remember. <laughs> I remember you showed me that bruise. I was like, dude, <laughs> eight oh hours God. of hitting because they were like, play no, really play it. So for eight hours, I was hitting the same spot on my thigh with a tambourine. And my leg was black and blue for like, yeah. so it was great. 
Oh my god. Yeah, played bruising, the guitar one time. But back to the cello tambourine. story. So yeah. not to totally derail your whole plan here, Andrew, but um surprise takeover. So, yeah. I know. <laughs> <laughs> one of my favorite things about John's character was that he was constantly getting ousted from the drum kit by Corey. And so in this particular scene, which was sort of my like first big scene where I got a little solo, some screen time, um, it was the uh, lunchroom cafeteria scene in uh, We Got the Beat. Yes. Culminates in a giant food fight. So John gets kicked off drums. So they were like, oh, well, we need to have John play something. We can't just go like have him sit down at a, you know. So they give him a rhythm guitar and he's like, dude, can you show me what I'm like, what chords I'm supposed to play over this part? And so I was, I was showing you the chords and we had like a little moment. So then we're like, we're there with our guitars and they were like a semi hollow body, um, like Vox uh, electric guitar. And so they have these cutouts and um, the primary food source that they used for the substance of the food fight was different shades of jello. Okay. So they only did it once, and at the end of the at the end of when we shot the the primary um, you know cuts, they uh, they set up for the food fight, and that was like the big moment. And so John and I thought we were like, oh, we're we have like instruments, we're going to be out of the way. Like there's no way that we're going to be in the the heat of battle here. And sure enough, we were absolutely covered head to toe in Jello. And so we kind of like bonded over the fact that like weeks later I would be standing there. I'd have my guitar out and John would come over and like pick pe- little bits of jello out of the guitar. <laughs> oh my God. Jello. I think there's a couple of times in life that like a, a trigger, um, I'm still triggered by the scent of like, there's something about a bunch of jello and then people walking in it. And there was a scent in that room that I've, it hit me one time. I was somewhere. I want to say it was like, was walking by a school in a cafeteria and it there was something about that scent that hit me and it's sense memory I, yeah. yeah yeah sense memory and i was scarred for life because that smell was i remember leaving the end of the day i need a shower and it was disgusting you know it's funny be- that you mentioned this this food fight day because i feel like we've talked to a number of people over the past three years of doing this podcast that were there on that fateful day and they equally share kind of this shared trauma of there was something traumatic in the air um josh sussman shared that um on that day that they were specifically told not to throw any meat and no meatballs at leah michelle or there was like you can throw meatballs at everybody else but leah michelle is absolutely off off no you cannot yeah (laughs) not even one (laughs) not even one i remember once you've been in the jello trenches together you know you you come out as brothers and that's oh yeah I felt about John. Oh my like, God. That's how I've made my best friends uh, through Jello. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um. All right. Well, I don't know if you recall this this podcast mission statement, but our mission statement is to find the best song on Glee. We're going through every single song. We're officially done round one of the Glacka, as we refer to the Glee song bracket. So all of the songs have been vetted that you are going to see in this recording here today. Um. They've at least won one competition they're better at than one other song on glee um i'm curious to ask you both what are, what is like your favorite song on glee and like what are the characteristics maybe of like what makes a good glee performance what are you looking for i mean some of the best performances for me were 
um, the smaller ones that were the more emotional ones in there. I mean, vocally, there were some really good solo ones that were just, I mean, Amber, anytime Amber sang that, that was just always a highlight. Um, but I, I think there was just something so fun about um, the big, it was season one, the big, um, man, I can't remember what song it was exactly, but the first time we did a big number in like an auditorium and mm -hmm. just having that sense of, um, you know, at one of the competitions and just that big performance aspect and all the dancers and the choreography of, you know, of the different shots. And for me, like from a, from a looking behind the curtain and, and seeing the performance, like I appreciate all the work that went into that, like 18 hour day, 16 hour day that it took to get those, um, those numbers in. So those were always like some of my favorite times for sure. Mm -hmm. I definitely agree. I think the emotional aspect was, um, like those are some of the most standout songs to me. So not only from a vocal performance standpoint, but from just a context and song content standpoint, mm -hmm. like, um, this was never a huge one, but, um, the scientist by Coldplay, love the scientist. Gosh, I loved yeah. that arrangement that we did of that. Um, somebody that I used to know, mm -hmm. um, Darren killed that. And then of course, having Matt Bomer there was incredible. Um, that stands out to me any of the stuff from the Michael Jackson episode. Um, and then anytime we got to do stuff outside where, yeah. what, what was the school, John, that we were on location for? It's uh, like Hollywood high. It's not Hollywood high school, but it's a high school. Right up, it's like right up the street. Yeah. Yeah. Um, anyway, so we would, you know, they would section off the, the school and, and um, doing stuff outside there was, was always really memorable. Yeah. But yeah, the auditorium stuff had a special energy in that, in that room, just um, especially coming from a background of like being on stage and being in theaters, like you walk yeah. expecting that feeling of an audience. And it's like, wait, you get that, but the seats are empty and it's like a controlled shoot. And now they're like, you know, bringing out the back wall and setting cameras up and yeah. Uh, yeah. There's some magic uh, in the air. The, yeah, The energy was always really special in there. And I have to ask on the, on the flip side, what what would you think is like the what is coming in last place in each of y'all's glacket? What is the worst don't song stop, on Glee? The worst. Don't <laughs> stop believing. Don't stop believing. I do not want to hear that song. I I've heard that song. I there's sometimes when I wake up in the middle of the night in a cold sweat and <laughs> the echo of that song is in the back of my head. Yeah. Um, no, I think that's the one that I think we we all like have heard enough of like from uh like. I don't even remember how many times we played it just from taking it and whatnot. Mm -hmm. uh, but yeah, I'll just say that that's probably <laughs> just due to overexposure. Overexposure, oversaturated. Yeah. 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 Derek, what do anything, you say? Anything oversaturated. And um, some of the, let's see, maybe some of the Christmas stuff. Ooh. A little bit like, I don't know, maybe that's a hot take. That no, no. Not. I mean, like, there's a time and place for it. It's not, yeah. The Christmas songs are are not faring well in the Glacket. I will let you know. Okay. Well, yeah. then maybe that that falls when you're in. shooting them in October and you're. Just... <laughs> yeah. So there was a, there was a mismatch there where I didn't, you know, talking about the emotion, it just didn't quite. Yeah. Didn't it. Um, I listened to each of y'all's episodes back over the weekend, and Derek, I remember, I while listening back to your episode, you were um you wanted to fight a little bit more on these uh competitions, and so 
We're gonna Sounds see like what what songs we get today, and hopefully, maybe we'll get some uh, some fun competitions. Literally, okay. this is cosmic. This you mentioned it. Somebody oh, that I used it. to know. Love it. Okay, off to love a it. great start already. Derek's magic right there. <laughs> your power, your influence. Oh my gosh. No, I love the song. Now and then I think of when we were together. Like when you said you felt so happy you could die. So when we found that we could not make sense. Well, you said that we would still be friends But I'll admit that I was glad it was over Oh, guitar player shot. <laughs> there he is. But you didn't have to cut me off Thank God I can never happen And that we were nothing Now I don't even need your love But you treat me like a stranger And I feel so rough No, you didn't have to stoop so low Sometimes you screwed me over But in me believing it was always something that I'd done To a great start. What are we thinking? Somebody that I used to know, Blaine I and Cooper. I have Matt to say, Bomer. love Darren Chris, but now knowing, I mean, with everything that Darren's done post show, this feels like it could have been an excerpt from like a Fo an FX movie where one of them's about to get murdered. And it's yeah. great. And I love it. <laughs> um, so good. I also just, again, there we are, are in the background in a rivalry that, you know, it's just like we're sitting in the background, awkward playing music. It's great. Um, yeah. But it's such a good cover of this song. It's so good. Matt Bomber and, and Darren Chris, like, come on. You can't yeah. go wrong. Derek, what are you thinking? Harmonies. Oh, loved it. Uh, really cool to see this again. I haven't watched this in, well, since it, since it aired. Yeah. <laughs> since we did it. Um, and uh, yeah, to hear them together, I think that's that was like really great casting. And I'm also really glad that I didn't, didn't know Matt Bomer's body of work prior to this because after yeah. it ended my wife and i got really into this show white collar 
which mm-hmm. Matt Bomer stars in. And then I was like a huge fan. And I just realized like, oh my God, if I would have like seen White Collar prior to him coming on as like a special guest on Glee, I would have lost it. I would have been so starstruck. Um, so yeah, huge fan of him, huge fan of Darren, obviously. And um, I really liked John's drumming on this song. It sounded that good. One of the easiest songs I ever had. <laughs> I just sat there and just Written like- by a drummer too. I know, Goatee is incredible. That's why the rhythms are so fantastic. Yeah. Um, Derek, you mentioned that uh, the, the Matt Bomer white collar and like geeking out, whatever. We're, there's so many special guest stars on Glee that did you ever actually like get nervous or like starstruck by anybody that came in into that choir room? Um, gosh, Warren Buffett was there one time. You remember that, John? Yeah, Warren Buffett. That was kind of wild. That, that was pretty wild. For me, it's John Stamos. But then John was so cool that after talking to him for five minutes, he it felt like he was like my uncle now. Um, yeah. Before, before, <laughs> uncle Stamos, Jesse. Yeah, just Stamos was definitely one, but he's such a, I mean, such a cool dude. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I have like a, because I'm not like musically inclined. I know that I'm like doing this podcast about a show about music and whatever. I understand that they're, um, that they pre-recorded all of the vocals ahead of time. They are, so the cast mem- members are lip syncing to the performances. Everyone's, How? Yeah. Go ahead. Uh, can, yeah, yeah. Everyone's, 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 it's a, it, you're, it's a playback track. So everyone's playing back to it, but you have to perform it um, as, as though you were doing it live. And a lot of times some of the, some of the actors actually did sing out vocally because you could, it just, it was easier for them. to process. Yeah. They're not like screaming at the top of their lungs, but. It looks better too. It looks more convincing. So you'd be doing, you know, think about doing 50 takes of one song and it has to mm-hmm. all be able to cut together. So it's like, like how you would do a music video where you record the song first and then you perform to the recording in order to make sure that it, it lines up. So you get all these different camera angles, but they'll all sync up uh, to the yeah. track. It also, it also would have taken a lot longer for us to shoot this if we were recording it live because if somebody messed up on a take then we got to go back and hit that part and it's just when you're filming time is money and sure so many shots that they just have to do the pre-recorded sp- uh, stuff and and so i have a a dumb question that i need to ask so okay so they are sometimes like not even like singing at all um but they're just lip syncing to themselves singing are y'all still performing I mean, what does that sound like? Oh, then? I'm if plugged in, man. I'm you're plugged still plugged in. I'm in. To 11. Oh, okay. <laughs> uh, no, we tried turning those amps on one time. Sometimes we would have to actually be playing out for certain cues and stuff, and especially acoustic instruments. Yeah. There's no way around it. You have to You have to really play. I uh, always had to play back, but all of my drums were muted. The cymbals were doubled. You could still hear me like thudding on things. And the messed up part is that like you could tell if I miss a crash, like, I would get Everybody slapped knew. in the head like, <laughs> yeah. well, we have to do that takeover again because you messed up on the fill and I just got the music last night, guys. Like, give me a break. It just like, it sounded fun. like John would be hitting like a like a dinner plate because when he says the symbols are are doubled, that means they take two symbols and they glue them together so that there's no reverberation of no vibration of of those metal plates against each other. Mm-hmm. And so it would literally just sound like ting. <laughs> <laughs> Um, before we get into what, um, somebody that I used to know is up against in Mm. which ways do you feel this song is going through or like, what do you think like the, 
the benefits of the song, the de- where it, where it falls down a little bit. What are we thinking? I think it's cool that it introduces that the the brother dynamic gives mm-hmm. uh, more depth to um, Darren or Blaine's storyline. Yeah, um, and I think for me, the emotion factor is definitely there. You know, yeah. it's something outside of a traditional like "I love you, you don't love me" kind of thing. It's like this this cool brother. Uh, moment that I don't think we really see that kind of family tension in that way in yeah. another song. So I I really appreciate it from that angle. Yeah, I personally have like a kind of like love hate relationship with this cover because I I obviously love it. They sound great. There's no denying that. I do think it's a little odd that um this song that is like like typically exes lovers whatever um is sung by brothers. It's a little weird. But oh no, I guess that's Glee for you. <laughs> I uh, that's that's kind of why I guess watching it back with the context. If I was watching it back and didn't know right away that they were brothers, and like watching it with the history that they have now, right? Show it feels different. That's why I was kind of snickering watching it. I'm like, this feels like they could be, you know, not they could be a different kind of relationship, and it, right. it comes, comes off like that without having- getting murdered. Yeah, someone is getting murdered. <laughs> yeah. I also think the only thing I wish for this one, I I wish it would have been in a little bit more of an intimate setting. I feel like that, like having in the auditorium feels a little too big for it. Mm -hmm. And I would have liked to have seen a little bit more flashback from like why they don't get along instead of just like, you know, rather. But other than that, I mean, the cover's great. Oh, yeah. They sound good. It's a good cover. Um, Somebody that I used to know. Let's see what it's up against. Don't stop believing or Christmas song. Watch. Oh my God, Christmas song. Neither. Luckily. Um, also from season three, it's a personal favorite of mine, uh, just because I think this one is just the utilization of this song, I think is so fun. Here we go. This is Derek versus Andrew's favorite. Oh boy, Amber up to bed. All right, here we go. Oh boy. Yep. Mr. Shoe was supposed to love me. Can't beat this. I turn my back and find myself out on the line. You could have won it, but that would have been too kind. I've been warning you for months to clean up your act. You've been late, you've been mean, giving all kinds of stupid flack. That's a lie, that's a lie. It's just I haven't been feeling that well. Effie, please, stop excusing yourself. You've been late, you've been mean, and getting fatter all the time. Now you're lying, you're lying, I've never been so thin. You're lying, you're lying, cause you're knocking off that piece who thinks she's better than everybody running for president. She ain't better than anybody. She ain't nothing but common. Now listen to me, Miss Blame It on the World. See, I put up with you for months too long. I have put up with your bitching. I put up with your nagging and all your screaming too. Oh, now when are you two gonna stop all this fighting? Stay out of this, Finn. This is between Santana and me. Well, it's between me too. I'm as much a part of this group as anybody else. And I'm tired. I always knew you two were together. What? Always knew you two were ganging up on me. Kurt had nothing to do with this change. It was you. It was you always thinking of you. Always thinking of you. Lay off Effie. Just take the money and run. You and this with them, Puff. Cool it, Effie. This time you know what you've done. So they bought your behind, too, huh? I said, cool it, I can go further. I don't want to stay around this. I'm just. 
just breaking into this business This is between all of you This is none of my affair I'm not feeling well, I've got pain I think we all got pain Oh, for two years I stuck with you I was your sister And now you're telling me It's all over Now we're telling you It's all over And now Okay, Ooh. it's all over. I love this one. What are y'all thinking? I am thinking now I, I don't want to be tarred and feathered out of here as like not a good enough Glee fan, but can you just refresh my memory on the context? <laughs> oh, of course. This is what I'm here for. Um, Yeah, so this is from season three, the episode Asian F. Um, Mercedes is a little bit peeved off with uh with how rachel is like you know the spotlight member and she's um auditioning head to head uh for the lead in west side story against her and um she doesn't like that the the special treatment and everything and so i feel like this is the perfect utilization of this song from dream girls for this plot you know she like everyone's like has their uh, their own opinions of everything that's going on and she's getting mad and uh, I just love it. I just think it's perfect. It's really good. Mm-hmm. Some of the dream sequence songs are just wild. Like that yeah. one, uh, that was a dream sequence one. I don't think that was actually like, a, that was not a No, yeah. Okay. Do you remember? Uh, do you recall? Were you here for? No, we should have been that little yeah, group. We... That just hi-hat group. It just right out there on the piano. That's I know. Fun yeah <laughs> left out yeah i feel like somebody that i used to know at least has you know that going for it as well you know that y'all were there bonus points yeah. for that um so we're missing out on some very focal... band? no band i don't know right. I don't know right. mercedes yeah. versus anna Har- like a high-pitched just like dueling falsettos I uh, gotta... it's no double symbols though <laughs> Dude, I know, but <laughs> um, I'm obviously a huge fan of Glee, but I'm curious what um y'all are fans of. Like, what do you actually like? What do you two like really like geek out, nerd out? Any series, movie franchises? Uh, what's big for you? Uh, recently, like watching. Besides, um, I mean, I was huge Succession. I think that's like one of the best. Oh, shows of that was good. Um, and just the way they wrapped it up was so so well done. Um, yeah, I love when a show ends and it just ends right, and you're just like, "That's thank you, thank you." For Went that. out on a high note. Yeah, yeah. love that stuff. Yeah, yeah. How about you, Derek? Uh, as far as shows oh. go, one show recently that I just absolutely loved, um, you know, with millions of other people, Ted Lasso. Oh yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, as far as like, what am I a fan of? The first thing that comes to mind is like the Super Mario universe. Okay. I love Mario Kart, uh, Mario Golf. Yeah. Uh, I am one of the, this is an embarrassing fact about me. I am like one of the top 200 players in the world at Mario Golf. Really? Well, I got to check that because since I had a child, 
this is very on brand. Yeah, right? <laughs> I feel like you should not be embarrassed of this at all. Thank no, you. I appreciate that. Not a lot Eric. of people know this about me. Um, <laughs> Eric is yeah, always one of the most like smiley, brightest. We'd walk in, it'd be a 6 a.m. call time. I get in there, I'm ex- I'm tired. Everyone's just like, oh, here we go, 16 hour day, gets the wardrobe truck, and Derek's just full bright. Hey, guys. <laughs> hey, it's all that Mario Golf. Yeah. It's yeah. I'm over here talking about I love Succession. It's a dark drama. Dark, yeah. Like, what do you mean? I don't know. You guys like Super Mario? I don't know. Just like Super Mario and like, you know. You guys want to play Mario Kart? <laughs> yeah. And Ted Lasso. Like, yeah, come on. Oh, guys. my gosh. Here we go. This is a winning cool. combination. Yeah. And I feel like I don't hear a lot of people talking about Mario Golf. Wait, do you, where can you? Not, this is no, kind this of is no shade to Mario, Mario Golf. World. Where where can you even what There's only system 300 do you play that, that on? in the world? He's top two hundred. <laughs> Stop, man! <laughs> I was pumping my numbers there. Yeah, uh, this is all on the Nintendo Switch. Uh, okay. Yeah. Oh, fun. Yeah. Thank okay. you. Yeah. So come is- at Mario Golf. Mario Golf. Yeah. Derek Nelson, <laughs> or maybe Derek Nelson Music. One of the two. Yeah. Derek Nelson Music. Look out. Um. What else about this song? Do we have any? Wh- which ways do we feel like this song is excelling? In which ways do we feel like maybe? I mean, we know the competition at hand. Where are we leaning towards in our vote? It did uh, a really. They did a really good job of having um, just the selection of each different like each different tag of everybody coming coming in mm-hmm. their case, and it, the song was a perfect like fit for that scenario with everything going on and all the infighting and you know like I love Harry coming in and be like, hey guys. I just started singing like just now, so I'm not in this and I'm going to back out is pretty great. Yeah. I love Harry. Yeah. The vocal talent and the vocal range and diversity is, uh, is, is great. Um, so it definitely has that. You got, you got a, uh, a group powerhouse on your hands with this song. Whereas somebody that I used to know only the duet. Yeah. What? Yeah. Band, no band. Yeah. Just romantic brotherly duets. The romantic mm. brotherly duets. <laughs> um, I feel confident in my vote, at least. It's All Over has has my vote. Where are you guys falling, do you think? Go ahead, Derek. You know, after you, John. Oh, no, no. no. I, I, I want you to go. <laughs> you want me to say it? Yeah, I do. I, I got to go band somebody that I used to know. <laughs> I knew it. Okay, okay. You're the tiebreaker, John. What are you going to say? It ain't over. Yep. I'm sorry. Sorry, I'm sorry dark, Derek. Derek. I, I'm sorry. It's all this over. It was an ensemble. <laughs> yeah. Group I, number versus full, duet. And uh, Listen, I think we should have been in there. Well, Derek, yeah. you came in se- end of season three? Season What's that? Four. When did you come in? End of season three or season end four? End of season two was my first see, day. See, so we should have played on that. So you I should vote on it. So that it can lose in the championship round, and just like you were so Ooh, so much sweeter, mm. yeah, you know, real Detroit yeah. Lions moment. Uh oh, <laughs> oh man. Uh, going oh, into Lions loss, you know, <laughs> a little bit sweeter. We're we're big sports guys over here. I'm from Detroit, so yeah, not uh, as much. That, Y'all can have was, this conversation. That was one <laughs> of the uh, pictures I sent you that I found. Was we had um, sort of Easter egg tie in. Uh, Super Bowl uh, t-shirts. It was real. Oh, weird. yeah. I loved all these pictures that you sent along. I'll, I'll include them. And when the episode's out next week, 
I'll uh, I'll include them in our little carousel for this okay. episode. But right. the incredible, my face just like lit up when I was like, oh my god, like I did not ask for this, and yet, oh my, I feel so. I dug through the archives. I have a little yeah. folder, and I was like, oh, let me find some cute pics of John and I. I love it. Yeah, you know, sweater vests and turtlenecks. And stuff. <laughs> some of the itchiest, some of the itchiest clothing you could ever imagine. <laughs> Like 1960s wool sweaters that just no undershirt. Ugh. Dude, how about the stank fest from your wardrobe that we had to like burn? It, yep. it had some sort of like, it, they pulled it out from like 1950 and some, whoever wore it before you locked in the most nasty and like the heat reactivated. You're like, <laughs> I swear this is not me. Like we, it, every time they pull out this sweater, like we oh. got to retire it. I almost forgot about that, but there was a shirt, a specific shirt, like Derek said, that had odor baked into it from whenever mm-hmm. it was created and whoever wore it last. Yep. Yeah. I'm just going to think it's like Marlon Brando's BO or somebody like wore it in a movie. It was a Horcrux. Yeah. Right. It was, right. It was a Horcrux. Yeah. The spirit of somebody, some famous actors baked into that thing. Yeah. Wait, Derek, I'm curious then, how did you feel about your character's wardrobe and the selections made for you? Uh, you know, happy-go-lucky guitar guy. I was, <laughs> there was that, did I send you the one of me in a, um, a snowman sweater vest? I don't know if I that saw that one in cut? there. I'll have to find that one for you. Yeah. Uh, that was the only one that I was like, is this really on brand? I'm playing an electric guitar. This guy, this kid wears a, a sweater vest, a, a light baby blue sweater vest with a knit snowman on it. There hey, is a lot more than meets the eye. In, uh, in underwear. <laughs> Just underwear. Oh my God. Yeah. That was uh, during Lauren Zeiss's number in season two. Yeah. Another day is here and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America NA, member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Um, I have our uh, first song of our second competition. Um, it's a Mercedes solo. So we're going with Mercedes again. Winner. Mark! <laughs> oh, winner. Winner.
I won't ever change. If you don't like the rules, don't play my game. Time for me to get R-E-S-P-E-C-T. But if I don't, it's all in me. Okay, hell to the no. What are we thinking? Come on, that voice. Yeah, dude. (laughs) Anything just, I mean, she's so good, man. Yeah. This is from uh, Glee's original song episode in season two. Um, And so there was a number, like all the characters like uh, took a spin at their own ideas of what their original music would be. And this is Mercedes. Did you have any, um, because you both produce music as well. Did you have any thoughts of, on how the music was being produced for Glee? Were you ever involved in the music production that side with like Adam Anders and all that or well, no? We, we were never brought in for that. That was all, I mean, they were just, Adam was pumping this stuff out so quick, um, mm-hmm. and all so fast. Um, we were strictly just on camera, but um, looking back, I mean, we were so young at that at that point. I was just, I think, I wasn't even thinking about the process of like how they were making that stuff. And um, it was just, I was blown away at how quickly they were turning it over. Um, yeah. But that song was so fitting for Mercedes. I thought it was so good. Um, and fun fact, Mark, who plays the keyboard, I just talked to him the other day. Mark is a Grammy award winning music producer. Um, oh my God. Stuff for uh, Gaga. And I mean, he is, Mark is incredibly talented um, and he's a good dude. He's from Michigan still lives in LA and uh yeah so fun no fun. way I did not know that yeah Mark Nyland's won like I think two Grammys now and um he's a producer yeah good dude really I good. mean you're you're both doing such like great things how I'm curious how did being on Glee impact your career like how did it bring you to the next level it was huge for me um it it helped me launch my first tour independently to high schools to raise money for their arts and music programs, which was very on brand and, you know, symbiotic with the the message and the mantra of Glee, um, which is that I we love that. places in education where students feel empowered to be able to use music to express themselves. So that was, that was very, um, very aligned with, with my goals in my career. And so to have the platform of Glee and have it be as big as it was, uh, was a huge gift that yeah. really gave me some some credibility to, um, you know, that was my favorite thing was we'd be doing these little shows in the in the Midwest somewhere at these beautiful performing arts centers and and historic concert halls, and then you'd get like a Google news notification with your name in it, and, it's, and it would it would be this, I'm sure John's had this stuff too, where it's like glee star Derek Nelson to perform at the blah blah. I'm like, I oh love. <laughs> so uh, my friends always gave me a lot my my family my friends gave me a lot of crap for that i was i was the glee star for a while <laughs> headlining i love it <laughs> yeah i definitely had a couple of like glee uh glee drummer moments uh for different events and stuff but um what one i came out to la to like write and produce music and that's you know still part of what i do today and mm. um, i was really lucky to be able to i mean everybody was so musically talented on that show i got to work with most of the cast on their music projects. And that was um, really cool for me. Um, and I was always really honored when they'd reach out and want to work on stuff, whether it's writing, because it's such a um, being creative and Derek knows this, like um, it's, it's a very intimate um, project to, to be creative and to be, you know, vulnerable and try to be, you know, um, expressive through, 
you know, through art is a very, you know, you don't let a lot of people into that process. So I was very honored. Um, anytime one of the cast members wanted to work on something, um, was always a cool, cool thing. So that's also how I knew that John and I were finally friends. He's like, Hey man, <laughs> gotta ask you any way you do like a, an acoustic part on this track I'm doing. I'm like, yeah. He's like, really? It's like, yeah. <laughs> that's because once I detuned his guitar in the middle of, and he tuned it so quickly, I was like, all right, all right. He knows what he's doing. I, uh, yeah. Yeah. It test, Eric? It's always a test. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. No, John's stuff is incredible and he brings so much energy to his, his music and his productions. And, uh, yeah, it's cool to get to be a small part of that every once in a while. Yeah. Still, still waiting to remix a Derek Nelson original. So oh, let's do it. <laughs> John, you worked with, um, I, I was looking through like your, your page on, on the Glee wiki, which is they have uh, ample facts about both of you. Um, but you worked on Naya's um album as well as leah's what was it like working and collaborating with them it was great um naya was a true collaborator um there'd be days she would just come over and uh come over to the house and we would just write um just start yeah. from scratch. she had a lot she wanted to get out um just as far as writing and she was amazing at that leo went through a different process she kind of went through like you know um more of like the label process and we worked together on a couple a uh, couple of songs and um she again was just a professional about it um i uh, worked with some stuff on with kevin and mark and um uh cory wanted to at one point and um amber is always working on music um so yeah kind of just you know it it was always just like hey like what do you we're not shooting on thursday like let's let's mess around and like write some stuff and we just get together and it's a, it's a very when you get comfortable with people in the collaborative process and you work well together it just those are the kind of people you want to be around. I know Derek probably feels the same in like his process when you get that groove or you get people you feel comfortable with. It's a lot easier to be open and just create. So, yeah. Um, all right. So hell to the no. We're about to see what it's going up against. I feel like it has a lot of these elements that we've been talking about. It obviously has the Amber Riley going for it. Everyone's there. It's an original song. It hits. Um, let's see. Let's see what it, what it's up against. Okay, uh, season four, mashup. Oh boy, I do love a good mashup. Which mashup? Oh God, I remember. Oh. A kiss on the hand, maybe quite continental, but diamonds of a girl's best friend. A kiss may be grand, but it won't pay the rental on your humble flat. Or help you feed your meow pussycat Men grow cold as girls grow old And we all lose our charms in the end But square cut or pear shape These rocks don't lose their shape Diamonds are a girl's best friend Tiffany! Cause we are living in a material world and I am a material girl. Come and get me, boys. Black Star, Roscoe. Talk to me, Harry Zilla. Tell me all about it. There may come a time when I last needs a lawyer. But diamonds are a girl's best friend. There may come a time when a Nice. Oh, but get that ice or else no dice. 
make love. Diamonds are a girl's best friend, mashed up with Material Girl. Woo. Initial thoughts on this one. What are we thinking? And unique versus Mercedes. Oh, lovely arrangement. Also going to that that halftime backbeat. No. That's like right in the John Locke wheelhouse right there. Problem. I remember getting this at like 10 or 11 p.m. The, and night, the, before. the night before and it being like a 7 a.m. call time and me being like, wait a second. What is that, Phil? (laughs) What is that, Phil? And I'm, we'd be listening, all of us, all the band members would always be listening to things again on set. Like Derek would be there, like listening with headphones on, playing it on the guitar. I'm over there trying to like learn how to mime it. Like, okay, I can't remember this. This, okay, it goes there and then it goes to the half beat. Okay. And then like eight bars. And okay. That one. Probably the the least forgiving instrument because it's so visual, like, and the the fills have to be so clean in order to to hit the sink. Correct. Well, that's why, Derek. I always played it big because if you play it big, then it just <laughs> looks like you know what you're doing. <laughs> yeah, just play it big. If you're too small, then it looks like you. Even if you're playing it right, it doesn't look. See, weird. that's why I, always, I just always smiled. And I was like, no, you had a great smile. <laughs> That's what you're known for. That's your character trait. Smiling. Smiling guitar. <laughs> chap, chap lips speaky. I think that's what it chap, yeah. Chap, yeah. I was, uh, I was, was I Johnny Tromboner? I don't know who, I, maybe I was chap lips McGee. We never really figured that out. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Uh, it's still up in the air. W- would you say that this was, you mentioned that this was a really hard song to to learn, John. What would, what would you say is the, was the trickiest Just song the, that you got? Well, you have this swing backbeat, which is really like um, for drums specifically, like swing backbeats have a lot of like random fills um, and just like uh, just a lot of, you know, it's pocket. And then it just you're just doing one thing like this and then just like it'll just switch up like that. And then mm-hmm. going into the halftime and trying to remember where that came in um, and then just the random fills in between. And um, yeah, and it's a big number. So usually I remember anytime we did big numbers like this, that was like full band in the room and like new lighting package and all this stuff um they would always get shots of the band because it was a good fill piece for these big numbers right between um and so i was like i know they're gonna like get some shots like there's big fills in in the beginning and end they're gonna get shots of me so i had to get those right um yeah yeah we yeah it was it was tough it was always tough to like try to get that right um i always appreciated directors who would end with the band pass rather than like oh let's start off with a band pass i'm like i don't really know if we all know what we're doing yet <laughs> yeah first thing in the morning 7 a.m Derek yeah, like let's wait till the end Here we go. he's all happy yeah, and then the first time. pass he's all happy the first pass is band pass after that Derek's just grouchy <laughs> oh, i missed my shot uh-huh yeah. <laughs> I imagine that these were really long shoots as well. How long do you think that like these performances would take to 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 shoot? Um, in those rooms, like eight to ten hours at least. That's insane. Think? Usually, yeah. big, when it's all there and there's no cutouts, like when whenever there's a the whole numbers in the room and they don't cut to like another scene into another area, it's a full day. 
Yeah. Yeah. Anytime we got the sides and it was like starts in choir room and then interior of how or whatever, we'd be like, oh, okay, we're gonna we're gonna be out by lunch. Yeah, by lunch. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and how did y'all pass the time with all that time being spent in that room? Sit around. I think Angry Birds <laughs> was really popular then. Uh, oh, Angry Birds. Was it Birds, Diana yeah. that showed us the marbles game? Who showed Mar- us the marbles game? Marbles. Um, who else? We also had like, I remember we used to play Mafia a lot. We ping pong. There's Risk. a ping pong. Risk. Yeah, we did play. Oh my we gosh. Ingited we guided our, our brotherly rift. Yeah. Oh, um, Risk. Risk. Yeah, I forgot. We played with that, that guy. Yeah. yeah. I, I would always want to start in Australia and you would always make fun of me. That's right. I think and we need to like, pick the back up. Me out first. Dude, I was like, come you on. Also, you also want to tell him, Derek, about Tuesday game nights? <laughs> Please enlighten me. I can't. I can't. It's in the public <laughs> forum. I, I am honored. No, it's just between us. I promise. This is not going anywhere. They, no, it what never happens <laughs> at Tuesday game nights stays at Tuesday game nights. Yeah. Well, here's the thing. Tuesday game nights never happened. It became a thing like, I'll see, see you Tuesday night for game night. And then no one would ever get together. It was just like a, hey, like, you know, I'll, I'll see you when <laughs> I see you. It was always like, thing. oh, man, this is so fun playing games together all day on set. We should get together on Tuesday nights and do this. Yeah, let's do it. Like, oh, did you go to Tuesday game night? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, we were there. Yeah, totally. <laughs> and then it was actually a really bittersweet little sentimental moment when it was like the last day of shooting we're like oh see you at tuesday game night john He's like, yeah and i was like be there, Derek. <laughs> that was when i was like Derek, i'm not going yeah no it's tuesday <laughs> night <laughs> um i'm curious did you feel like involved with the rest of the cast like the the main cast like like you were one big unit i mean not at first i had to get accepted by john Locke. <laughs> yeah it was I think I, I know there was different feelings for different people. Um, having been there since since the pilot, I think kind of knowing them for that while, like that definitely helped break a little bit of the barrier for me. Um, we were always in, you know, we were in maybe once a week, sometimes twice a week, depending on like how much music for that episode. Mm-hmm. Um, and so we weren't around all the time. So there was definitely like a, I've never felt like we weren't a part of that family. I always, uh, I would say that first and foremost, we were a part of that family, like the cast crew, everybody made us feel that way. But as far as like the, the main cast, I think we had our own little like bubble of like mu- music people. And like, we kind of hung out together and that's just because we knew each other. We were, when we were there, we were there at that time and it's, you know, it's just the way it is. Um, but the cast was always welcoming to us and they were, you know, always treated us like family and, um, you know, I never felt like we were excluded. We were just, um, we were like that cousin that showed up, you know, for like dinner on like a Sunday <laughs> night, you know, we hung out and like, you know, made our jokes and then we were out and we'd be back like again. Right. So. And oh, I, I think part that. of it was the, the, the actual, I'll say actual cast had so many other responsibilities to the show and to the marketing and to the publicity. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, that's a world that we didn't really have to be inundated with. Yep. And uh, so to get to come in and be like, oh, yeah, well, we're here for the music numbers, which are the most fun. And like, then we're out was yeah. um, sort of a special privilege in and of itself. Um, but that said, like, we are all there in the room together for eight, 10, 12, 16 hour days. Like you get right. to know everybody and you, you really feel that sense of camaraderie and that we're really part of something special. Yeah. yeah, even more so with the crew. The the crew was always like that. Oh my gosh, they made you feel like family. They're they busted their butts like nonstop. I, I mean, everybody on that crew was was incredible. So, 
And I mean, like, you will always have this to your name, which I hope I I feel like you feel like that this is like this conglomerate, this entire show that that changed so many people's lives that like your both of your stamps have been on it. And so like, you're really part of something special. And so I hope that you're aware of that as well. Oh, yeah. Um, But when it comes down to it, uh, hell to the no versus diamonds are a girl's best friend mashed up with material girl it's a hard competition does anybody feel confident in their vote oh i don't feel confident in this one um derek these are i mean i i was not on either of these songs um no screaming electric guitar parts on either one uh so i don't know i mean both are both are incredible for their own reasons but i i think i gotta go hell to the no feels like a classic mercedes choir room moment Mm -hmm. and uh and then the mashup feels sort of like it was inspired by that almost to me yeah you know what i mean i get that derivative almost like oh let's let's build a big choir room moment and uh so for that reason i gotta go i gotta go with uh hell to the no John, do you agree? Do you disagree? Where do you stand? Well, it's tough. I mean, um, I thought the mashup was really well put together. Um, as much as I got scared of that song when I first heard it uh, hours <laughs> before we were to shoot. Um, but I have to agree with Derek Nelson on this one. Hell to the No to me is... It was like written for Mercedes, uh, and yeah. it just it feels so natural. It feels like it it was, um, it's a time. I not I don't want to say timeless glee hit, but it's like it, iconic. If Mercedes, if Mercedes were to have a song, that was that would be it. And I think it was so well done as an original to be. Um, yeah, yeah. I, I got hell to know. I'm just gonna stop it there. Hell to know. Yep. I- I also agree. I think it's Ooh. it's three for three for for hell to the no. I Did feel that. like sometimes they like fumbled the bag a little bit with the yeah. original music, but hell to the no, I cannot dispute. That was like I feel like I could like listen to that on the radio, and I would just like have no questions asked. Like that was a good song. I love it. Hell to the no, seeing the light of day in round three of the Glacket. Goodbye, diamonds are a girl's best friend. Love it. Um, we have a season four song in our final competition uh the first uh song of this final competition uh this is a this is a fun one oh absolutely i'm so glad you picked this one
Somebody better put you back into your place. We will rock you. I feel like I saw, I definitely saw Derek in there. John, were you in there as well? Yeah. Oh yeah, I remember that day because I remember. Days. Days. I I remember that because I remember some people actually didn't have rhythm. (laughs) (laughs) I remember who, I just remember it. No names. No, I don't remember. I just remember, I remember when we would shoot that, I'm like, so happy I'm not recording audio because this just sounds so bad. <laughs> it had us do the track. Yeah. That was one of the that was one of the times when, you know, when people audio. ask, like, did you ever actually play? And and that was one of the times where we did. Oh yeah. They brought us in. This was over the course of a couple of days, and they brought us into one of the rehearsal studios and they had all of the these random props and junk and stuff everywhere. And uh it was just a few of us, John, you me, um, Scotty, right? I can't remember if it, I, I th- you, me, Scott, There's somebody else too. I feel like Darren. Um, anyway, it was like five or six, five or six of us. And they wanted to just get like, give us full creative freedom to, to build out whatever random stomp inspired, yeah, you know, makeshift drum instrument we were going to play. So I had that like marching band thing that I strapped a trash can to and I had stuff that I banged on it with. And then I, <laughs> I took trash can lids and I, I duct taped them to my feet. And so I was like walking around like a little wind up monkey. Smiling <laughs> <laughs> away. Just... Yeah. <laughs> uh, uh, yeah, then we actually, we, we got um, audio for it, I think on the soundstage is, is where we recorded most of the, so when they cut away to the actual audio, that's that's us. Um, did you have John, some sort of big slinky, like industrial? I, had, I remember thing. some sort of like long, I think it was like, it was like almost like attached to me. I remember I was wearing Hair stuff duck? attached to us or something like that, but yeah, yeah it was like, don't, don't, sh- like, yeah, it was yeah. just a bunch of random trash. Yep. I love trash. that, I'm so glad. Cool. I'm glad that we pulled that song with you. Yeah, that was a unique one. That that one stands out to me for sure. Yeah. Um, this is from a, a late season four episode. I'm curious, like how well, John, you were there from the pilot. Derek, you came uh at the end of season two, you mentioned. Yep. Um, how did your relationship with the series evolve as the series continued and and where is it today, your relationship with the show? Well, it was funny because I, I remember <laughs> doing the show and like i had no clue what it meant when the pilot got picked up i was like oh i guess i get to work more that's awesome um yeah and then as we got closer and there was talks of graduation um mm. we all kind of looked at each other like well i guess i guess this is going to be it and then we just kept coming back after. <laughs> so like i i was all for it um i know they brought in some other people and um you know there was there's other musicians for like uh for the new york school and stuff like that yeah but I, you know, I, um, as the show grew on, I like, 
I became more appreciative of what we had done already. Um, and I think it's very rare that you get to be a part of something that has like that kind of um, cult phenomenon. So I followed like the show and I followed, um, you know, even when I wasn't in episodes uh, or as this, the show kind of waned on and um, I wasn't in it as much, I definitely went back and like followed what was going on just as an appreciation of everything that had happened. Um, and I haven't actually watched, I've been thinking, thinking about doing it but i haven't actually watched the entire series back from its beginning all the way through since since it aired really um yeah and i've been wanting to do that i just have it. it's like it's like a weird trip down memory lane because you you live the show because you know what's happening in the show before you watch it and then you watch it and it's a weird reality of oh i know what's going to happen in this episode because i've you know, right i know I, i'm in it i know what's going to happen but i haven't watched it back and like kind of forgotten about what happens and kind of piece it all back together. And I definitely want to do that at some point. Yeah, yeah. That's a great point. The contextual aspect of it yeah, would be really fun to, to go back and see. Um, for me, this is also really embarrassing. So I hope the Glee fandom doesn't come for me for this, but yeah. I have not really seen the show prior to getting the, the call to, to be on it. Yeah. And so again, I, I live in like music land and guitar world and, um, so I just saw the the email with the the short side in it, um, just the excerpt of the script that said something about the the song name, and then um, you know I would be playing backup guitar for Santana. Yep. And I freaked out. I was like, "Wait, this is that Glee show about music that I know they have like and Santana's here on it." <laughs> oh my god, I'm gonna be playing guitar with Carlos Santana. And so I call my brother, and I was like so stoked because he he watched the show, and and he's like, "No, you idiot!" <laughs> Gosh, you've got a lot to I learn. I know. Yeah. So after that, I was like, "Oh man, I gotta study up." So it wasn't until I had I had. Uh, been on for a few episodes that I was like, I need to just go back and like do my homework and watch the show. Yeah. Was blown away by the the pilot season. Um, just incredible. And that gave me a newfound appreciation to see everything that had kind of come before when I when I began. So yeah. you really get a sense of like not just the cast, but the crew too, you know, the the way things are are done. And then you start imagining like, oh my gosh, how did they do that? Like that must have been a really long day. That must have been a really long day. And then you see all of the work that goes into one episode and that these are coming out every week was just, it blew my mind. So yeah, um, yeah, it was, it was easy at first to, you know, without knowing anything about Glee to discount it as like, oh, that's that like high school musical show. Right. Once you're actually involved and you see the, the love and the effort and the blood, sweat and tears that go into creating this world and making these episodes which are really they're masterpieces in 44 minutes like right the fact that they're doing multiple music videos and drama and comedy and storytelling and long form it's like there's so much there to be appreciated and uh, yeah. i think that was sort of the magic sauce of what really drew people to the show and um because you, you you just you get the sense of how much went into it and so that appreciation factor no matter if you know the TV industry or not, like you, you feel it when you watch the show. Yeah. And I remember like watching in high school and like, I guess I wasn't, I didn't really fully understand that fact as like a teenager of like how much work this show was 
it was to produce. And, you know, I was like, you know, sometimes like peeved that certain characters haven't sung in a while, that a song went to this character instead of that, that we haven't seen that storyline in a while. But like evolving, like my own personal evolution of just like watching the show, you know, you know, a decade later, you know, and like talking to y'all and other people that were involved in the show, a newfound appreciation for just how much work went into this is just insane. And so I'm like, listen, if we haven't heard from Tina in a while, you know, it's 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 okay. There are bigger things happening uh than, you know, what I what I needed as a teenager, I guess. So yeah. A lot of storylines. Really yeah. There's so much to balance. Main characters and um yeah, it's it, it's a piece of art, man. Um, even the fact that we shot it on film for the first five years is still crazy. Like, yeah. it's like the last one, the last TV show shot on film. Uh, mm-hmm. Just crazy. It's a piece of art. Yeah. Um, against We Will Rock You, our final song of the episode. It's going to lose. It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. <laughs> season, also from season four. Oh, okay. Um, a big radio hit. Right. Uh, from the season four premiere. Let me find it really quick. Is it F you? Um, not forget you, but Carly Rae Jepsen hit. Oh, right. Derek's going to vote for this. No, come on, man. I threw a wish in a well. Don't ask me, I'll never tell. I look to you as it fell, and now you're in my way. I trained my soul for a wish. Pennies and dimes for a kiss. I wasn't looking for this, but now you're in my way. Your stare was holding. Ripped jeans, skin was showing. Hot night, wind was blowing. Where you think you're going, baby? I just met you, and this is crazy, but here's my number, so call me baby. It's hard to look right at you, baby, but here's my number, so call me maybe. Hey, I just met you, and this is crazy, but here's my number, so call me maybe. And all the other boys try to chase me, but here's my number. To look right, hard to go cry at you, baby. At you, baby. Okay. Call me maybe. What are we thinking? So much going on in that. <laughs> gone. Um, yeah, that was just a, uh, for the context of it, they're all like, I forgot what they were competing for, but they were all pretty much trying to step on each other to get the attention for, what was it for again? It was for... So this is the first episode right after Rachel graduated. Right. And so they're Our all lead. like competing for that lead Rachel slot. Yeah, which is why I really don't like this one because they are literally just trying to 
it is just a, a hot mess of sing of, fast. Yeah, sing fast on top of each other. Um, it's not a performance. It's a let me be the star. Let me be the star. And that's it's just a lot going on. Um, yeah, that's how I feel about that one. Oh no, I like the layers of like yeah, toward the end. I think it's really fun what they what they did with the track. I feel like I prefer it more than like the original like Carly Rae Jepsen song. I would I would reach for Don't this. Don't you dare do that to Carly. Don't I'm sorry, Carly. She's a loyal listener of this podcast, but sometimes, you know, I've feelings get her. hurt. She's very nice. Don't you dare do that to her. <laughs> Derek, what are you thinking of uh, Call Me Maybe? Um, are we voting yet? Yeah, so this is this final competition of the episode is We Will Rock You versus Call Me Maybe. If you uh, want to get into gonna the freak vote, out. Maybe you're going to freak out, Andrew. I'm ready. My vote goes to call me maybe. And here's what, let me tell you why. Not for musicianship, not for storyline, not for performance, but for personal reasons. Oh, okay. In the spirit of uh, brotherly connections in this podcast episode, uh, there is a very special brotherly connection about this episode. At the last minute, they needed another keyboard player, and mm. my younger brother plays keyboard. And so I referred him, and we talked about that a little bit because he also appeared on uh, on Shake It Out. Shake shake It Out. Shake It Out, yeah. Shake It Out. Shake It Off. Shake It Out. Um, and I told that story last time to clear the air mm. on that whole episode. But um, so he he was able to come back for this one. Was he here? Baby New- I forgot about Baby New Year Jr. showing up on this yeah, one. Baby New Year Jr. Yeah. So uh, if you look really closely, we're we even we're, we're right next to each other. He's on keyboard and I'm on guitar, and that was really special just to be on set together. Especially knowing he loves the show, um, he was a huge fan of the show, uh, and so to to be able to be there and be a part of it was was really amazing for him. So having that memory of, of being able to do something like this together, the brotherly connection. And uh, even though it was on call me, maybe of all songs, <laughs> it's a good song. It's a hit for a reason. <laughs> um, I, I will, uh, I will always have a soft spot for this song for that reason. Yeah. I'm curious um, because there were certain performances and I feel like we talked about it in your prior episodes of like Eric Stoltz. I feel like he would bring you in and give your characters like things to do. Did you prefer having things to do during performances? Because like in this, you're behind like a curtain for most of it. And you know, there's no like fun shots of reactions or anything. Did you, was there a preference of like doing things, not doing things? Eric, um, I think Eric was the most interactive director on the show. Him and Brad, uh, Brad Beaker was also really good. But Eric was always, um, he loves subtle nuanced things and he loves very small detail things that he can just get even in a pass. If it's a glance or if it's like someone doing something, he loves that stuff. And he was always very, um, we never really got, we never got scripts. We never got full scripts of, of the episode. So when mm-hmm. we were involved in in a number, we would get sides as to what's pertaining in that um, in that scene or what's ha- what they're shooting for the day. So we would kind of get a little bit of an inside for the for the entire. Um, I think there was only one or two episodes that I got like a full script for, but um, so we never really knew what was going on. We didn't, you know, having to interact like as much as we did, we needed to kind of have some sort of context as to like what's happening in the scene. Why are they all competing for this thing? It was because Leah. Yeah. So. 
Eric was always good at telling us like, hey, just be pissed off. I, I really want you to be pissed <laughs> off when so-and-so walks by because she's being a total, you know, total bitch. And, you know, you need to play that off. And and he was really good at that stuff. So, you know, during behind the the screen, we knew you couldn't really see us. So we would mostly just be goofing with each other. <laughs> um, yeah. <laughs> I'd be hitting Derek in the back of the leg with a drumstick or like, you know, detuning a guitar or just, I was always messing with people back there. Um, yeah. Uh, and then once it was time for like, once we knew we were getting a band pass, uh, the directors were usually pretty good about being like, Hey, here's what's happening. And, um, you know, really you're competing or Hey, be, yeah. be everyone's in a good mood today or so-and-so's, you know, the, uh, so-and-so's the bad person. So when they walk by, just, you know, just they, some context to, yeah. to build off of. Definitely yeah. Helps. 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 For shake it out. <laughs> shake it out. You did not get the context for hilarious. My <laughs> guitar guy, domestic yeah. song. Right. And you were smiling the whole the time. Whole time. <laughs> Wow. Is all we got was like, oh, this is a, a song that they're doing to, to cheer up the coach. I was like, all right, on, let's do it. Come on in here, sit down. <laughs> it's so funny. And like, and like, that's like the top comment on like that YouTube video of Shake It Off, that um, Shake It Out, um, that it's like bringing attention to the fact that you're just grinning oh, ear to wait. ear. <laughs> How dare you? I, um, man. So we know where Derek falls on this final competition. Uh, we will rock you versus call me maybe. John, where are you falling? Well, it's funny. Uh, you know, we will rock you is just all drums. There's, you know, there's no musical element besides that. You got Derek stomping on trash cans. Why wouldn't I love that? Problem is, I had to listen to um, people's rhythm <laughs> all day um, mm. and just a loud mess of my, you know, a type anxiety of in the pocket rhythm being stepped on all day. Um, so I was trying to play, play it off, but uh, I am going to go with call me maybe. Um, Whoa. Because, so because, for personal reasons. No, wow. not, not for personal reasons. Well, personal vendetta against we will rock you, but um, no, I think they did. I would sonically, I think they did a good job of what was the point of the song. The point of the song was everybody competing to be the star. And that was, what it sounded like, even though I think it's just a bunch of show show fest, you know, yeah, um, yeah. it's, you know, it's uh, like, you know, getting a bunch of songwriters in a room around a campfire and someone pulling out a guitar and everyone's just trying to outdo each other. That's what it feels like. And that was the whole point of that. So that's why I was trying to remember. Um, and it's a good example of, um, you know, I think Adam Andrews did a great job with all the music pieces and just getting, getting that song to sound like everyone's trying to be the star. Um, yeah. It served its purpose. So. The original is still better, but um, yeah. <laughs> this is where we disagree. But um, I uh, am also going for for Call Me Maybe. So another oh, three for no three. Way. I know I feel so bad, Derek, because like you mentioned last time, you wanted to fight, and again, oh. we're we're still not fighting. I we're still for sure. I would be the lone Call Me Maybe vote. Uh, yeah. Um. So in recap, let's see, we have uh, somebody that I used to know staying behind. It's all over going through hell to the no. Also going through diamonds are a girl's best friends mashed up with material girl staying behind as well as we will rock you and call me maybe seeing light of day wow. round three. Surprise. Incredible. Surprise. Really important work that we all did here <laughs> uh, in this recording. Thank you so much. Um, I uh, ask every guest that comes onto the podcast, if Glee was on in, in this year, 2024, what songs do you think that they would be doing? Would you want them to be doing if the drummer and guitarist 
were to open up their their voices and sing something, what do you think that they would be singing a in twenty twenty four? Full Taylor tw- Taylor Swift. Damn, I was gonna say that. Well, we I knew you were, and I had to get in a, a full Taylor Swift Taylor episode. Swift episode. Uh, or, yeah. or or you know, ski ye. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> <laughs> Inevitably, yeah, yeah. yeah. It, would, it would be it would be Artie. Artie would be doing ski ye. That's oh, of course, no questions asked. He would be first in line for that. Kevin, yeah. Kevin, if if the show was on today, Kevin would probably quit the show if he wasn't allowed to do ski ye. <laughs> Derek, yeah, do you the, have any the Taylor further? Swift episode for sure? And I think the guitar player would get in trouble for smiling too much, and then would finally get the big solo i would step out it's me oh, hi oh. i'm the problem it's me oh, there it is a in my moment yeah a ban on Break smiling the wall to the camera yeah and just give oh. give the fans what they want you know yeah. <laughs> i would just throw we, a drumstick at you from behind just and just look at i feel like we just like needed an entire episode to just really unpack what was going on with the band just like what their Thank home life you. was like we need we needed to know I'm waiting for yeah. the I'm waiting for the the reboot in like, you know, five to ten years and we're, you know, at like you know, they're all catching up at a bar and we're all just jamming at the bar. Uh, yeah. background. <laughs> you know, like we're just a, a local bar yeah. yeah, local bar band, you know. We need the uh we we really need the lost episode that's like the William McKinley jazz band concert. Like mm. the end of semester concert. <laughs> Something. Yeah. I want to see like I, who they're in relationships with. I don't know. Yeah. Do you remember Ryan uh Ryan joking with me that he would make um uh he was going to make Heather's character fall in love with a member from the band and just like have her be like no I'm dating Oh my one. gosh. That never happened. Oh my god. He was like that we're going we might do that. And I was like that please do cuz that would be hilarious, but that would be so much fun. Yeah. Uh missed out. Um Derek and John, thank you again for for joining me to Glack it again. Um, Derek, where can uh, everybody find all the great work that you're doing now? Oh, thank you for asking. You can go to DerekNelson.com for everything music related with me. Um, however, I would like to announce that I am in my Mr. Shoe era. As of last Ooh. summer, I've just taken a full-time oh. position. At a uh, at an online charter school based out of Southern California, and I'm developing a music program there. So if you're watching this and you're in high school, middle school or high school, and you're looking for a great option for public school and an amazing education, please check out Elite Academic Academy, where you can take classes with me in songwriting, guitar, performance, music industry, entrepreneurship and music production and recording. Uh, so it's been an absolute blast so far and getting to to share my passion with young musicians who are looking to get into the business and into the industry um, has been really fulfilling. So Elite Academic Academy, you can check out all the projects that we're doing at our school um, at my website or at EliteAcademic.com. I love that. So I just much. signed That's up. so great. I, I'm signing up. <laughs> Let's do it. Doing it. And I, I I feel like we need to disclaimer Mr. Shoe era in the best way possible. Minus the, all yeah, of the uh, Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> all the riffraff. No, right. in, the, in the music education and in All the good qualities era. of Mr. Yeah. Shoe. John, um, would John, you ever want to be a guest speaker at our school? I will 100% be a guest speaker. Really? I don't mean to, to hold you to that on a public podcast. Like Recorded I, fashion, I'll meet yeah. you there. I will meet you there Tuesday night right after game night. Perfect. Oh, Tuesday night beautiful. game night, and then I'm a, a dude, guest spot. I'm there. I'm there, dude. I'm there. 
John, where can uh, all the listeners find all the stuff that you're doing? Uh, doing a lot of music still um, at the John Locke um, on all social platforms. And um, I've been really blessed to be kind of transitioned from, you know, working in the music industry full time, managing some artists. And now I'm over um, at a video game company and um, doing all the um, music, music producing for their esports division. So it's been really great. I get to pull in a lot of um, undiscovered indie talent into uh, the video game world and do tournaments all across uh, the globe. We have a tournament coming up in um, Madrid next month. So I'll be there for a full month, um, you know, working with a lot of the local talent. And um, it's great, man. Music. Dude, that is legit, John. That's so cool. You're killing I love it, it, man. Super what Mario kind of Golf. Yeah. <laughs> it's a company called Riot Games. So I do all the music for like League of Legends and uh, Valorant. So it's pretty fun. We had a, a tournament here in LA and, um, it, you know, we sold out the forum arena for three days in a row. It was pretty wild. Oh my gosh. Okay. If they wow. ever do Mario golf, you got to call. Yeah. Done. <laughs> Done. I will, we will do all Derek Nelson music only for Mario golf. Just get me in there. Some guitar parts, anything. Yeah. <laughs> um, all right. Well, thank you again. And y'all listeners know, uh, follow us on click of the week pod at on Instagram and if you feel so inclined to leave a nice review on Apple Podcasts do so and if you feel even more inclined to open up your wallet and support us on Patreon patreon.com slash click the week pod we will be back with another episode next week bye bye it's click click of the week